You are listening to the Fantasy Joes Podcast, your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on Dynasty. And now, here are the Joes, Will Greenwood, Ryan Livergood, and Jake Patterson. Oh, let's go, Jake. Let's go, Jake. Brewing up, right? Like, ah, bears. We're bears and Bruins. And this is the Patreon Joes. Uh, welcome. Uh, first story, Jake. Before you even chime in, uh, I got wood delivered today. I bought a face cord for all those people out there who know yeah. where a face cord is. <laughs> Four feet tall by eight feet wide. Built my wood rack, got it delivered today. And the guy, one of the guys who delivered it, spoke just like the guy from the Water Boy with a. Uh, like the one person can't understand is like, hey, Joe Biden. Uh, literally is how he sounded. Uh, and it was great. And then had to help push his truck out of my driveway. We have a slight rise in the driveway. And the two-wheel drive truck after the face cord was taken out could not make it up. But great purchase. Very excited to have a whole bunch of firewood, Jake. I'm ready for the winter finally now come the end of January. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, there's definitely a joke in there with uh, Will getting wood delivered to his house, but I'll just I'll move past that. Um, I got I got red oak. Even though if there was <laughs> if there was if there was green oak out there, I'd have gotten that. Like, yeah, <laughs> really green wood. So we're coming off a fantastic weekend of football. Um, pretty much as we predicted in the in our last show. I think we talked about the NFL football more in the Patreon shows last week. So we did pretty well, I'd say, um, in our projections. And like, I was pretty hyped about just the level of football we were getting. And the, they definitely delivered. Uh, Jake said three of the underdogs, or he said all four underdogs will win, will win and went three or four, which is massive. I, I mainly just mean like, I was just hyped for the matchups themselves, right? Like Bill's Chiefs. Everyone hyping as the best, maybe one of the best games ever, which is hard to it, disagree just of the skill level that was like shown. Yeah, maybe one of the best fourth quarters ever. I don't feel like the game was that great leading up to it. Well, I have a very biased opinion, and I mentioned it in the last show that uh, the Arizona Cardinals, Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl will always be my number one game. But I do think that the, the QB performances that we saw on Josh Allen and uh, Mariota was just. Like it is the peak essentially. Like getting being able to get a touch, like not a touchdown, but being able to get a field goal position with 13 seconds left, and the the just what it, they were able to do that game was insane. Um, I, I would the say worst, the worst defensive construct I've ever seen uh, with 13 seconds left in the game. I'm but I was also but I was also rooting for overtime and for them to get that field goal. So it's like I didn't hate it in the moment because I was like, yes, let's get some more football. So what is what are your thoughts on changing the overtime rules? Do you have a no, take on that? No, I just leave it. I, I don't care. Uh, I stop I, them if, you, if you don't want to lose. Yeah, I like Keenan Allen's take of defense wins championships. Like I get we're we have the absolute peak offenses right now, but like make a play on defense. Like I don't like I understand the you can you can say the coin toss uh, lost it for him because they didn't get a chance to touch the ball. But fuck, make a play on defense. That's all I got. Yeah, My thank take. you. Uh, also the, uh, was I, when I said last time that Mahomes has never lost in the playoffs, I, I should run that back a little bit. Did someone not did, Tom Brady? 
Yeah. But you guys didn't say that earlier. You only said the Super Bowl. And then I said the playoffs. Then I got all sorts of uh, in a wad. And so I had, and then, yeah. But anyway, Mahomes is maybe the best playoff quarterback in the past two seasons that we've ever seen. It's not include Super Bowl. (laughs) He's third straight Super Bowl, right? Like I think four straight AFC championships. I could be way off with this early. That's what I think I saw for Andy Reid. So I want to say that's No, no, because they, so it'd be his third straight AFC championship that they win, right? Because they, they they won, yeah, but they're not at. So two years ago, they they won the Super Bowl. And then last year they lost to the Buccaneers, right? So, yeah. So it'd be his third. They've won three straight. So yeah, so they've gone to the Super Bowl. Two oh right, no, sorry, they have not won three yet. They have not beat the Bengals. They're going for the third, is what I'm trying. Is what I was thinking. Yeah, dude, like, I'm really right, tired. Yeah, but right now they're seven point favorites with the Bengals coming in. I, Jake, I, I think I'm taking the Bengals in this, but we'll talk I think about it later. I think it's a, yeah, I think that's a. I think the touchdown difference is is way too high. I think the Bengals yeah, defense is good enough to hang with them, just like the Bills did. Like the Bills got tired, okay. the Chiefs got tired. The Bengals offense the is divisional. Like the the Bengals offense is equally as electric as the Bills come crunch time. Like let's go. But the hey, over under is at fifty four and a half. Let's hit the Stop. over. Stop, Will. We're, let's wait for Ryan. Let's talk about the divisional playoff, uh, the playoff weekend. Let's not move I, forward yet. I'm going in reverse order for whatever reason. Next, we got the Rams Buccaneers. Rams were like just winning pretty handedly, if I would say, for the majority of the game. And then Brady started doing Brady magic, and Akers kind of dropped the ball a few times. I well, the I Rams just started pissing that away. Like, yeah, like absolutely. I remember just like glancing back at the screen and being like, "Like, what is the score? Like, what just happened?" Like, and then you just have the twenty-eight to three references constantly by the by the commentary and the announcers. And it's, I feel like it's a, it's fair considering the comeback that they were able to do. And then you have to love Matt Stafford coming out and with his quote after the game of being able to steal, steal their soul. And now with, <laughs> with Tom Brady contemplating retirement, and it seems pretty legitimate with the quotes he's putting out on his podcast and stuff. All right, like, you have a hundred, you have, you have crazy to go out and Matt Stafford stole his soul. Tom Brady's going out like that. Jake, you have a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket, but you have to gamble it. You have to gamble it. Tom Brady retires or doesn't. What are you betting on? Okay, so let you me either double up or get nothing. I think I'm. I, I don't. I hate to say this, but I think I'm betting on him retiring because, like, he's he has quotes at the moment of like, oh, like I said, I. Uh, I guess the Patreon listeners don't know, but I am extremely, extremely tired at the moment. So my memory is worse than even, than usual. Wait, Jake, um, are you tired? We haven't heard this yet. Well, you have, but the the Patreon listeners have not. Um, <laughs> they know my, I feel like they might know my schedule tired. at this point. But look who just popped on the podcast! Guess who's back? Back again. Roto Librarians back. Tell your friends. Live Guess who's good. back? Guess who's back? Guess who? Okay, I thought you guys were going to stop me there at some point. Nope. Not. Uh, <laughs> it's outside. Round the outside. Uh, <laughs> Livergood, Greenwood, and Patterson Wood in the house. Let's go. What's up, fellas? Jake, this is a welcome surprise because I your your availability tonight was questionable. So you were, um, in fact, it's maybe even doubtful. Oh, it, it still is. 
with what we're just talking about, Ryan, is how tired I'm at the moment and how like unlikely I might be to even you know, finish the show. But we're we'll see. It's not like you work with my with my uh, current uh, tiredness. It's not like you work crazy hours and are in the middle of a move. So, in fact, the closet yeah. looks empty behind you. I like how it's empty. I don't see anything in the closet. Just like some. Um... Still got the terrible towel hanging. That's, like the only That's last it. Thing on the That's wall, it. Pretty much. Uh, Ryan, you missed my getting wood story, which you will have to just go back and listen to the beginning of the Patreon. Oh my gosh! I'm not repeating it. Billy Redwood over here. <laughs> Red you got wood when the, when you hear about the um, Minnesota GM hire. Is that what happened? Oh, wait, we ain't there yet. And it looks, guys. It's one. Of, it's when it was. It's when it was delivered. But I am the owner of a lot of firewood. And again, listen back to the beginning, Ryan. Okay, I'll go back. I'll go back. We were uh, just talking about uh, Tom Brady speculating retirement, and Will was trying to see if I had a hundred thousand dollars. Was it? If so, you have, which, you're given a, a briefcase of a hundred thousand dollars cash, but you have to bet it on Tom Brady retiring or not retiring, and you double up your money. So basically, somebody's like, "Hey, I'll give you two hundred grand if you guess this right." What are you? What are you? What are you guessing? But you get to feel and touch the money and look at it, and you feel like it's yours for a minute. So he's having all these quotes. Tax about free, of course. Tax free. Fam- family decision and how Giselle like hates to see him get hit, but in the football games, uh, how it's he's like could be a better dad if he's like steps away from <laughs> steps away from she football. Like, she likes to he's, hit him during normal life, but during football games, that's out. I just, he, what else is Tom Brady about, hit? He's talking about Kobe Bryant. Like I feel like that's a hard thing to like just like talk about at this moment and then be like, oh yeah, but I'm still gonna play. Like. Like, uh, with all the way things are trending, and then the team itself, like the roster, everyone came back to run it back another year. That's not going to be able to happen this year. I feel like they did that's a, that would be impossible with the way things are going. So, the team's going to be dramatically different. So, the way things are like trending at the very moment, I think I'm betting it on Tom Brady hanging it up, which is just like a travesty as a football fan because I was never a Tom Brady hater. and. Uh, it was just fun to like we t- I talked about Ben yesterday because I'm a Steeler fan, but Brady's almost next level just because he is the goat. He is next level because he is the goat. Man, you know I, I don't know. I'd lean towards um, betting he's going to come back. I, I mean, Jake, you make good points, and and I would not be surprised if he retired because I mean the guy's 45 years old. He's my age, for heaven's sakes. But there's something about him. He's a different kind of cat, isn't he? I mean, I mean, I think he's competitive. Um, you know, the Bucks are kind of middle of the pack in terms of cap space. So there's an article from a couple of days ago where Bruce Arian says we're, we're looking to reload, not rebuild. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, the way he went out, I think he wants to, I think in, if you're Tom Brady, don't you want to go out uh, like a winner, Super Bowl champion? I think that's, that's how he envisions it in his head. So why not? You know, what, what do you, worst case scenario, you, you fizzle and you have a bad year and you know, you, you, I don't know. I think he comes back. I think he thinks about it. What's that, Jake? Other than Stafford stealing his soul, he, he he did play a pretty good game and went out like pretty well against the Rams. I'd say. Oh yeah, for sure. But but he didn't go out as as a uh, on top. champion, right? He, so, easier said than done, though. Could be worse. Than that, next year. It's, it is. He should. I mean, that last year was his chance. He was going to do it, right? I don't know. That team's still going to be pretty good, uh, regardless yeah. if they lose some of their older players. That maybe maybe wash at this point. Who knows? Like. uh like, uh, yeah, I, I won't, we won't need to go into names or names, but like Godwin will be gone this year, but he'll still have Mike Evans. And that young receiving core still isn't bad. 
they, and they'll have an opportunity to sign other people in free agency, which we know Tom can work very well with and build in the future. But if I were betting, I'm, I'm going to put it on the retirement side. Uh, why not just end it? I, I just don't have like a better reason other than that. He just kind of seems, like, right? seems like he's kind of done with this, this March of the, the TV 12 has been proven. He's built up that brand far enough. It's okay to go out in a loss here and fade into the he sunset more in that way. He hasn't had anything more to prove though, for like five to six years, uh, like maybe he, even like if, eight years. Like it's there, there hasn't been a lot left in that tank for a while. If but he also, wins another, sorry. If, if he wins another Super Bowl, it proves absolutely nothing. Like, I think we also heard. I think we also heard a little bit of a nugget in there. Ryan, are you contemplating retirement? (laughs) Uh, For my my day job, I wish. Uh, Yeah, I've got got some many more years. You're doing fancy Joe's full time. (laughs) Is that what I hear? (laughs) Tom Brady's forty four, same age as me. We're thinking, hey, every year we take the off season, we take a moment to contemplate where our lives are. Man, that would be fun. No, not not. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. Not yet. Not this year. I might need to cut out those Patreon if that's uh, if that was the case. I mean, Megan, yeah, right? Megan's, I mean, I would take Megan over Giselle, so let's go. Well, I'm going to let her know that, and she's going to love you. She's going to, you're going to be her favorite Joe over me. After that we comment. just can't, Very we well. just can't meet up in person. It's just like, uh, <laughs> it's Mr. Studio Girl. No, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> you just want to like, let him talk like this? No, nah, that's cool. It's <laughs> all good. Um, oh, Jake, you think your wife's safe too? This yeah, is when exactly. Jenny comes in. This is when Jenny comes in and sacks me off my exercise ball. <laughs> <laughs> Life is over. <laughs> She's like, I don't care if they're jokes. Well, fuck. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. I'd take it. Uh, we got a healthy report today from our vet that Poppy's back legs after her two ACL surgeries, which is more than any NFL players had in a single season. <laughs> Damn. Uh, she's fully recovered. Muscles seem great. Her uh, rehab's going well. So, you know, we put her on the TB12 method and she's resurging she's six years old and so for a burner that's like 44 it's like the same thing that's awesome Maybe actually a little bit older yeah that's yeah, cool that's great news very stoked uh the I vet did say that. though that she he always feels like she's overweight but she's actually just very fluffy and her weights within she's on the higher end of ideal which to me means yeah, she's in the ideal weight range so I, I don't care but that the fact that she looks like a fat cow all the time because she has so much fur is hilarious that's not, I mean, what, like, really for her breed, isn't she? I mean, they're supposed to be huge dogs, right? Yeah, but you would, you gotta see Pops Fluff. It's, it's yeah. The best. Where, where is she at night? Because we don't see her on camera, at least like J- Jake and I, obviously, the listeners don't see her. Well, but... so our master bedroom is just upstairs. So there's like two doors closed. Um, so she's out. If you, well, if you can't tell by listening to the podcast, I get excited and vocal. <laughs> and yeah, I'm in the want to be shocked awake all, all the time. Yeah. My dog, Benny, is he's out by, you know, really by seven o'clock, honestly. He's like asleep on the couch. And we have to like get him upstairs in his, in his, uh, in his crate. So he's, uh, yeah, he's dogs crash early. But, but um, Noodle does not crash too early, Jake. His Noodle makes many appearances on, on the Patreon and on the regular show. She, she goes in waves. She just, she's crashed at the moment, but it's not jinx. So. Noodle's basically a cat. Hey, don't say that. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Whoa, we're both cats. We like cats. We like cats. Jake, you don't wow. like cats. No, I like I, I'm allergic to cats. My mom's allergic to cats. Well, it's I problem. thought I was allergic, allergic to cats, cats but cats, I'm not but... allergic to our cat whatsoever. So I, Jake, are you, are you just dealing with childhood it? drama? 
I'm not that bad with my mom's like deathly allergic, so that's kind of like my main rationale for it. So I got really mm. nothing against them other than like they want to kill my mom. So not a huge fan for that. Honestly, if she wasn't allergic, they still might want to kill your mom. Cats, cats, yeah, they got demons. That's true. That's true. I, I feel that. So should, uh, we, so the, should we move on? The next, if we talked about the Bills Chiefs already, Ryan missed it. Um, oh, we missed all the picks where I got wrong last week. Ryan, how many more picks did you get wrong? I think I was pretty good last week. I, I, I bet on all yeah, the games. The, the, only, the only bet I lost was uh, the Bills, Bills Chiefs game. So I, I did pretty well betting last week. I actually like took that discussion and decided to put money on it. So no, I you said, I, you, said you said Titans were going to win. Uh, I said it was going to be close, but I said I said Cincinnati would cover, and they did. Obviously, they I won. know you just took. Cop but, but yes, but you're right. I said it, I said all the games would be super close, which which we all did, and we were all right on that. Then I uh, I I did say I think I did say Green. I actually you're right in terms of wins and losses. I didn't do too well. But I, I did say, I think I said San Francisco was going to cover. That's what I bet anyway. I thought Green Bay would win. I was surprised. And Green Bay should have won that game. Let's be honest. I mean, they just, well, you know. They put up just, 10 points. Well, but, I, but they shouldn't. They, they, they should have won the game. I mean, they, they just didn't execute. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, this is the worst was, game ever. It's horrible. Uh, they just, I, was tell, I was telling Jake before we started recording, I put $5 on San Francisco Moneyline in the under parlay. And then I put nice. a an in-game bet, though, when Green Bay was, like, looking to lose. Like, I counteracted it so that I would win my money back. I ended up $9 up on that game. Yeah. Uh, complete, completely forgot to bet on the Bengals and Titans because uh, we were watching our dog, and I didn't realize that game started at 2.30 Central, not 3.30. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, and then I, I, I got it correct with Bills and Chiefs. You did. I mean, I mean, once again, I mean, barely, right. You know, just like, just make a stop with those 14 seconds. I mean, come on. I did put a counter bet against a wild game when the bills had their last possession went down and scored. And I was like, yeah, okay. We're going to break even like, that's fine. <laughs> oh man. But then like, I ended up winning like $4. Like, it's so funny. I was telling Jake, like the, <laughs> like how much I make per hour versus how much I put in these hours of like micro bets. <laughs> It's just, but it entertains me, which is what's that's, important. That's, that's what it's for. You're not trying to, it's to get it's a slush fund. I learned something that I should have known a long time ago today. Whereas I, I guess like, like I don't do like when I do parlays, they're like little parlays, you know, like, you know, like, like four games or something. But I guess I didn't realize if you do, let's say you do like this 15, you know, bet parlay. Um, like, like I, I feel dumb. I didn't know this, but like, let's say you get the first eight in a row, right? You can cash out at that point. Like, I didn't realize you could do that. Uh, you can't do that with bookmaker. You can do that with like, cause I have to bet in the international site because of Minnesota's, uh, you know, betting laws. Uh, but yeah, with fate, like, yeah, you can totally. DraftKings, yeah. Which, yeah. So, so somebody I work with is showing me like he, he was going to, I guess it was the, the Packers game and he's betting on like, like college basketball a lot and NBA. So he was he was gonna cash out. He was at uh, he he could have I think it was a five dollar bet. He could have cashed out it, and he, he would have won like eight thousand dollars. But he um he, he um was was all on on the Packers. He's like I, I know the Packers are gonna win this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna win more money. So he so he didn't cash out. So he 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 lost basically eight thousand dollars that five dollar bet. See the thing about that Crazy, those kind huh? of bets, Ryan, is like it, you can do more bets. Like if you're not gonna cash out, place a counter bet for you know, like 500 bucks on the other way. It, right. You know, going to yeah, good point. Yeah. If you can space them out, 
and you get them correctly as you go along, then you can place, you just have to keep track of your counters to make sure you don't end up in the hole because I've lost like, you know, four or five bucks on that because I spend too much time on micro betting. But right. uh, I'm just trying to get like a little bit better at it. Cause I would like to place like bigger and more like, or like be better about that. So like that kind of thing, like if that's that leg, you can cash out for 8,000, well bet 500. So that way you at least right. get, you know, you're winning 495 back. Like you don't, and then if that's gone, your cash out's gone even higher. And then right. you just can't, like you, you got to play it, play it wise and create a spreadsheet that does automatic calculations for you. Like I have. I guess we're going to do like a fancy Joe's betting uh, podcast that soon. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm such an addiction to betting $3 on English Premier League <laughs> games <laughs> that you bet, you bet the underdog is going to be ahead at halftime. And then the game's going to end in a draw you know, them winning or the other team winning. Uh, I think I'm down like 15 bucks on the season though, but it makes it so much fun during the day. Yeah. So I, I, Jake knows this. Well, I don't think you know this. Are you drinking red wine? Oh my gosh. I don't think I've ever seen Will Greenwood drink red wine on the, on the Patreon Joe's. That's a, I have. I also brought my, uh, you're usually a beer guy on this. Did you see this? What is it? I see it. That's a four inch Megalodon tooth. Ooh, where'd you get that? Uh, deep water Megs. That's what they're called. Nice. Uh, it is a great website to buy Megalodon teeth. I'm That's very, very happy about this. I've always wanted one. Uh, but then my brother-in-law called me a Bond evil villain for buying a Megalodon tooth. Which That's I thought cool. Was the most, and I said I would take that. I'm looking this up. My son would love that. It's a good gift. Sorry, it's dark. I think it's dark water. Yeah, yeah darkwatermegs.com. Yeah. New sponsor? Uh, he asked me how I found out about it. And I was like, well, I'm going to wait to get the tooth to see if it's legit or not. And it is. And I still haven't responded to him. So I need to do that. Yeah. This website does not look legit. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's just very, um, it's very bare bones. It's primitive. Yes. Funny. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Buy directly from the diver. No middle middle man. I like it. Cool. All right. Anyway, um, they sell they sell like a fully so with Megalodon teeth, everybody, you got to listen because it matters because my Megalodon tooth has a big chip out of it, which really negates the value. I bought it for 40 bucks. Uh, it's a $40 tooth. Like that's just its value. It's not like you got it like a great deal or anything. You can kind of find it on the Internet. But like a fully formed like six inch plus Megalodon tooth is worth like 1500 bucks. Yeah, it's insane. We need to start doing that, and then we can record a podcast while underwater. Jake, you gonna get a megalodon tooth? Absolutely not. I I really want to collect fossils now, which does make me like a Bond villain. Uh, but like, if you want to buy like a piece of a T Rex tooth, it's like several hundred dollars, like even huh. just for a little nubbin. If you want to buy any sort of dinosaur thing, which I feel like megalodon teeth are relatively cheap because they're pretty. I feel like they're pretty common in the fossil world. Yeah. They seem to be. Um, I'm trying to think where to go. Okay, from so 49ers Packers. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna, I want to add one more thing to the schedule. Can I go back? Can I can I talk about betting a little bit more? Because okay. I was gonna say, so I I got Jake knows this. Will you probably don't? I got a new TV um, because I used some money. How does I Jake want, know this and I don't? Because I asked him his we advice, talked, Will. honestly. You didn't ask my TV advice? No, wow. I, I, 
No, I asked because I wanted I wanted to know about buying a TV from Costco specifically because I decided to buy from Costco because of their generous return policy and warranty when you when you buy TVs from them. Yes. Um, so see pictures of this TV. And yeah, I I I bought the first one I, I that came. I was all excited. We set it up, and um, my son's like, "There's look like there's a there's something wrong with this TV, Daddy. There's like a the scratch here." And I'm like, "What?" And I looked, and the whole TV was like shattered. I think maybe like a forklift must have like hit the front of it or something, and it was just all messed up. So I had to wait. They came back, delivered the TV, so I was able to watch. You know, I got it set up just in time for Cincinnati, Tennessee, so I was able to watch all the games in full glory. Although no 4k broadcast for the the football game so what i was going to say is that there's only limit so i've got youtube tv there's only limited things broadcast in 4k so now to, to watch you know a marquette basketball game that's just in 4k randomly i'm gonna have to bet on those games to like motivate myself to watch it you know oh mark first of all marquette's an interesting betting standpoint wow uh, one they're a high flying scoring machine so a lot of the overs ryan you can make a couple bucks on here or there also it's shaka smart uh, with Mark. That's right. So, Shaka smart. Yeah. So Love like him. anytime, anytime they're home dogs, uh, just bet the spread and you're going to come out better than you're not. Uh, Cause uh, yeah, Shaka belongs in a mid major and Marquette's like the perfect mid major for him. Oh, right. And, but they, they put up points, man. The overs have been huge. Uh, another thing about betting, I betting the Iowa overs has been such a, a such a successful uh, like bet this entire year. Minus last week against Rutgers. They went to Rutgers. Uh, the over-under was 150. So, of course, I put 10 bucks on the over because I've been rolling this like 10 bucks all year, and they've hit it every time. Final score, Rutgers 48, Iowa 46. Worst bitch. game of the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did Iowa lose, they missed the under by, by like 60 points. Yikes. Yeah, it happens. Or, yeah, it missed okay, Anyway. Okay, back to 49ers Packers. All right, 49ers Packers. I took Packers covering the spread of five and a half. Uh, they should have. They should have covered that. They should have. Worst performance okay. of any NFL offense we've seen in the playoffs, besides Mahomes in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers. I feel like that's when you talk about primetime performances, that was by far the worst I've ever seen them play. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm basically tired of Aaron Rodgers at this point. So see you later. So, is is he a Packer going forward? Is he? Where, where's the heat check at? What are we thinking? Well, I mean, last week we were thinking he was going to stay, but now who knows? Nathaniel right? Hackett going to Denver. Don't don't you think he's going to be a Bronco now? <laughs> Jerry Judy, <laughs> stock up, baby. Woo! Definitely. Jerry Judy might be going to Green Bay in the trade. No, because yeah, they will have to, so. trade have to trade for Rodgers, right? and they'll probably have to they trade for Adams too Sutton because they're Patrick. attached to the hip. It. Well, if anyone's was... going, it's Judy or Fant. Sutton Maybe that's Tim why Patrick's they signed Tim time. Patrick to a higher money deal is to just send the Packers Tim Patrick with draft picks. So that way, you know, they have to take on some salary cap. But yeah, you, you wish. I mean, Tim Patrick's really wide receiver for Denver. That, I get it. That, we'll, we'll talk about Jerry Judy on the big show, but you bring up an interesting point. Let, let's say he, he – either way, let's he either ends up with Aaron Rodgers – in theory, or Amir just could retire, and this is all just just a fun conversation. But I don't see that happening. He's not retiring after that performance. So Aaron Rodgers either go, goes to Denver, and he's he, Judy is his wide receiver one in theory, or maybe it's Sutton. I don't know. Um, or maybe Judy gets traded, and um, he is the wide receiver one by default in Green Bay. 
Yeah, I like it Jordan. all. It's all good for Judy. Yeah. I think Jake. quarterback crew, even though Jake hates him. <laughs> I'm, I actually was like, I'd like Judy probably like this time last year, but I'm more worried just after seeing his performance last, like in the last few years, right? Like he hasn't uh, met expectations. Two years in the league. He doesn't have a few years. We don't need to go through. Exactly a few years. Well, he's got two. He's, only he's got Drew two Locke years. A couple. So, like I understand has... the argument, but. We still expect expected more, and like I didn't, I wasn't in love with this profile coming up as a prospect. So I haven't seen enough to be head over heels. And there's tons of good wide receivers in the league, so that's just kind of where my head's at. What, yeah, what do you guys I think, it's, think? Go ahead, Will. I was just gonna say, yeah, I think it's fair. There's enough good wide receivers in the league where you don't need to overpay for Judy. Uh, I would still, yeah. I still look at him as a buy and a good value in startups. But, like, a buy is all relative. Like, I'm not out there. Like, I threw out offers for Judy, got denied heavily after our last conversation. wasn't fun for me or for probably the other people involved. <laughs> but I still think that, like, he still has the potential for – he's, like, could be a nice year-over-year wide receiver, like, top 18 wide receiver. I still believe that that's in his range of outcomes that isn't that extravagant. And I'd be willing to pay up, like, in a, you know, in a startup draft to just look for that when you're looking at value. Yeah, I, I don't think I think the problem with this news, too, is that it's going to be hard, like maybe in a startup, he's a value, but like in terms of trading to get him like so, so-called, you know, buy low, I think it's gonna be hard with this news, you know, because people are going to want to wait and see what happens with um, oh, yeah. Rogers. So, yeah, we'll good see. luck getting Javonta Williams now, too. Is he a sell now? It's got to be. Man, I think you got to shop him around where you've got him, right? Because you could, in theory, get just a boatload in return because he's just the hot name. Yeah, a player and maybe a couple firsts. Like if you got Zeke Elliott, a 2022 top six first and a 2023 first. Or? Or who? I don't know. I I think I'd want more, but I think you could probably get more. Even Who are we talking about? Williams. Oh, Oh, gosh. I want Devonta Williams. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, okay, okay. no no a big package deal no not just zeke and with yeah, a, an early an early, early 2022 first and uh you know a 2023 first no thank you 2023 first gets redempting like that definitely gets interesting but i'd probably look for a different piece that's not zeke Elliott. okay Ooh, I, I feel the bet coming. I feel it coming, boys. That Zeke Elliott outscores Javante Williams in 2022 season. Wow, that would be an easy bet to win, so. <laughs> you just I make that Look, bet. Hey, I got to feel it out. I just feel it brewing. I feel it brewing. It's like I just ate a nice, you know, a few bean burritos, and I just feel it brewing in the tum-tum. Shit. And we're, uh, you know, we'll Great. see how we feel in a couple hours. Where are you guys feeling if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo leads the 49ers to a Super Bowl? Is he their QB 20, in 2022? No, I really There's hope they move on and set a precedent. This is, I, I, it's got to be Trey Lance, right? I think they move on no matter what. I know that sounds but, crazy, but because it's not he's, like he's not going to be the reason they win the Super Bowl if they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. This The smart move, easily, like hands down in my mind, is like you'd be happy it happens, obviously. You want to go to the Super Bowl. And that increases Jimmy Garoppolo's value like like immensely. So you like you take that advantage and sell him at peak value, and then you ride in, like into the Trey Lance era like you wanted to, right? Like 
it is the dream scenario. I don't see why you would do anything but that. Like to follow Jimmy Garoppolo in a twenty-two would be like a colossal mistake just based on oh, fireable offense. Based on fireable every yeah, well, you can't go that far. You're just based on Kyle Shanahan winning with Jimmy Garoppolo level talent. Like you can't fire him after they, that. But you know, but you can fire the GM. You get rid of him. Well, Man. see you later, John Lynch. Uh, there's yeah there's history of qb sitting for like longer but like longer than one year but i feel like the patrick mahomes like trey lance sat a year already in college right so you don't want him sitting too too long and i understand learning kyle shanahan's playbook for as long as possible and he's obviously gonna get some reps but i feel like you want him playing at like in meaningful games sooner than later so yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy G's definitely gone. I mean, I, I he knows it too. I, like, I don't. You know, I don't feel like definitely is. That might be a little bit overstating. Not definitely. I think it's like I, sixty forty. Really? I'd go seventy five twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think no matter what, though, I think the the thing about Jimmy G is that you can come and say, I, I think he's gonna have a starting job in the NFL next year. I don't think it's gonna be in San Francisco, but I, somebody will. He'll start for somebody. Yeah, for who like the Panthers or the Washington football team? Yeah, or, probably. Like, uh, it's, it's the Saints. I think teams will fight over him. Like I think like teams that think like they're a QB away might think that he could be a stopgap to like to maybe the real guy. But like, you know, could Jimmy be that guy? Because he has been that guy. Like if he gets to a second Super Bowl, he's proven that he could be that guy. Especially next year with the, you know, lack of excitement with these quarterbacks coming into the league. You know, I, I think there's there's only so many guys to go around. You know, there's like what if sorry, sorry Ryan, I was just yeah, go ahead. about an idea. What if what if Tom Brady retires? Like he he's Jimmy Garoppolo has been the Tom Brady predecessor at one one point in his career. Wouldn't like following in his footsteps at this point wouldn't be shocking. Like he plays a similar style, so I feel like it'd be a similar team build around him. Yeah, I mean NSC South. Uh, you know, I, I mean, what's the cap? Does Does Atlanta are they forced to bring Matt Ryan back, or can they cut Matt Ryan at this point? Do we know? But well, he's he, a franchise like player, so I feel like cutting him has, brings implications. Like that's an. I'm just because because I'm I know going into this year they had some serious cap space issues, so they may want to you know decide okay we're going to let him go and and um and and try to fix this thing. Uh, but yeah, but in any I, event, in, it. it yeah, if but let's okay. So fine, forget about Matt Ryan. But basically, the rest of the the, the NFC South, if Brady retires, you've, you've got three, you know, um, really openings at, at QB that need to be filled. And it just just in the the NFC South alone. So there's gonna yeah, there's gonna be a lot of open, you know, uh, starting QB opportunities as there always are. Yeah, I moved Jimmy up my dynasty rankings just because, just because I don't think he's starting in San Fran. I think he will be starting somewhere. Um, and I said that last year. I moved him up to twenty three, and I thought that was higher than expected. But the hey, QB two actually kind of poopy. Like Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Daniel Jones. Like these guys aren't like Daniel Jones getting some confidence in the coaching staff. Mate, like is going to move him up in my mind, but. I bet all three rookie I'm quarterbacks that drafted in the first round this year, they'll move above him. Yeah, so that's clearly what hasn't happened in my rankings. Is I haven't added those rookies, and you're absolutely right. You probably have five guys in Willis, Pickett, Corral, Howell, and Strong moving in. Yeah, I'm, guys, I'm excited. We'll talk about the senior I'm, bowl. I'm out, out on Strong, but 
Willis. I, gotta, if, I don't. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with any of them. Really, we're yeah, going to so. we're gonna get to see them all and Malik Willis at the Senior Bowl. Like, if you look at the the Senior Bowl rosters for, for QBs, like all of these QBs that are going to get drafted highly are going to be there. Which is wait, are you talking rare. about the are you talking about the Reese's pieces? College football senior bowl? Is it Reese's Pizza or is it Reese's? No, nah, yeah, it's just Reese's. I, don't know. <laughs> I hate their website now. It's so Reese's colored. Yeah. I, I'm excited for Melly's Willis, though. I, like I said, I know very little about them, but I love that. Tommy Code. Upsides, exactly, the, right? so, I mean, we're only like it. Yeah. Sorry, the Steelers have said that they are looking for that, like, for that ability because they haven't had that yet, so. They want I, Matt Corral. I, he fits there so well. I feel, I wouldn't. We already talked about it, but I think Kenny Pickett is a guy just because he is in their backyard that wouldn't shock me at all. But I hope that. Uh, no, let's bring him to the Vikings. I want the Vikes to take Pickett so badly, and I could uh, like I, if I'm wrong about this. I guess I don't really care because there's no there's no financial fortune in it for me. But I think that Pickett's like the he could just be Kirk Cousins, but a lot cheaper. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I mean, okay, so, so the last game we we have yet to talk about from the divisional round, and the first game that happened was the Bengals and Titans. Um, you have to Suits love this Joe, Joe Burrow the run game. going on, right? Yeah, but you have to still love the Joe. Burrow that game run. sucked. Do you think that the like we already uh, talked about it a little bit? Um, I guess we want to save it for the main, like for when we talk about the next round. But did you see enough out of Cincinnati to think that they can keep up with the Chiefs, even though they beat them twice in the regular season? Or is it like the Tennessee – the Chiefs' defense is better than Tennessee, no? Or just their – obviously, defensive line is better? I'm not entirely They sure. just beat them once in the regular season, right? They only played once. Yeah, just once. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking up but, San Fran. But no, I, I – so the spread is seven points, uh, which I think I'll take the, the Bengals on that because I think it is too big. But the Bengals – like in that game, they're not the caliber of the Chiefs. They're just not. Yeah, I, I totally agree. What's that? Which makes you think that I should probably take the Chiefs because, like, you should just bet on the team you think is going to be better, and the Chiefs could win by fourteen, I think, pretty easily. There's there are some studs on Cincinnati, so like we've already said, you cannot count them out at all. Like they're like I Joe agree. Burrow right now is the. The hot streak, he's hot. He's like, he is very, very hot. And I don't think he, um, that's going to be cool. Like, the Chiefs are going to bring it out in him. He's obviously, he's a competitor, right? So I expect similar performance to what we already saw um, in the regular season versus the Chiefs. And then Evan McPherson's swag of like the confidence to be out. Oh, guess we're going to the AFC Championship, you, boys. You about kicker swag when it comes oh, to oh I can be Evan McPherson I can make an exception for yeah but um, like what's he really going to do to affect the game like make some kicks like let's go like, yeah, well, I yeah, love, actually yeah because I, I love game, Evan McPherson don't get me goal. wrong yeah Probably but no, no field, it's like, not going to come like, down to a field goal though because the, the Chiefs aren't going to put it's up against the Chiefs. I, I hear points. you yeah that's, you make an excellent point that we're talking about the Chiefs here but then I'll make a better point how do you keep up with the Chiefs um Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, like they have the firepower. CJ Uzama, like might have been one of the best like tight end values of the year right now. His value has never been higher than in this postseason run. Yeah, he, he's twenty nine years old, and I feel like there's all every year there's like that that age group of tight ends that comes out and has like their career year, 
and it's CJ Ozama's year. And like, oh, I feel okay. like they have to. Joe Mixon's going to have to have a game so they can keep Casey off the field. And like I said, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, like people are putting them like. Jamar Chase is, in my mind, the wide receiver one, and I don't I really understand why. I understand why it's an argument, but it, I, to me, it really isn't um, with Justin Jefferson. I think it's Jamar Chase is like the clear number one. But T. Higgins is climbing up in people's top five. Like I've seen as high as three in some twi- Twitter conversations, which is which is crazy. But he's almost in everyone's top twelve. Like the guy is an like is a beast. So. And Mike Hilton, yeah. like the, that interception, like the defense, Jesse Bates, like the defense on Cincinnati is also better than they get. Oh, that Mike Hilton interception was just uh, Tannehill being a bum. Bad Mike pass. Hilton called that play on the bench. He's like, they're going to make, make this pass and I'm going to intercept it. And he literally went out and did it the next play. Cause on, cause it was on That's the, all the Bengals do is call their plays and then put up 16 points, then 19 I, points. I, I, I watched Mike Hilton make plays like that with Pittsburgh for a few, like, few years before he – um, actually got paid in Cincinnati and I love to see people get paid but I, I hate him seeing him do it in Cincinnati well I, I don't mind Cincinnati but in the division it hurts because or him going anywhere really hurts because I just know how good of a talent he was so actually I, I would love it I would, I would love league. yeah I would love the Bengals win this game I'm a big fan of the Bengals in their playoff run I, I just like jabbing back and forth but uh they're the new they're the new hotness it, it, it's going to come down to really their, I think their defense, if their defense can slow down Kansas city and, and they've got this, you know, they've got a great pass rush with uh, Hubbard and Hendrickson, uh, you know, uh, Logan Wilson is one of my, my favorite uh, linebackers on EP leagues, like a younger linebacker that's, that's emerging. <laughs> so, I mean, it's seriously, it's a, like, you know, they've got an exciting younger defense and, and can they slow down Kansas city enough to, to stay in it? Because I mean, you know, they're, they're, yeah, that I mean, it's just going to come down to for me. It's the off. It's the Kansas City offense versus the Cincinnati defense. Because I think I think the Burrow will be able to score. You know, but it's I don't know. I, I we'll see. I'm pessimistic. I, I think. So I, who are you taking? Oh, I mean, oh, we uh, can take this big show if you want. No, I'm ta- no because this will come out after these games are over. The, the big show. Oh yeah. So yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go. Right I'll go. Ch- I'll go Chiefs. I mean, pretty. So Chiefs minus seven. God, I don't know. That's that's tough. Um, but I, I yeah, I, th- I think in the, the day Chiefs will pull away at the end. You know, I think Cincinnati will keep it close for a while. But I think the Chiefs will pull away second half. So yeah, I, I think I'll take the Chiefs. The smart pick is like hands down has to be the Chiefs just based on history, right? Like the the Bengals are the Cinderella team this year, where the Chiefs are the proven top contender year in and year out. All right, all right. So, all right. Uh, are you still thinking about it, Will? Because I'm kind of uh, nope. Just putting five bucks on Bengals money line right now. There I you go. Ah, like, oh, all right. Let's go, Bengals. Conviction, but it against us essentially. Well, it's money. It's money line. So, it like this spread is yeah, yeah. It yeah, came out right, Will. Yeah, taking okay. them out right. There you go. What? Good. What? So what? Um, okay. So what about the uh, the other game? I'll make my bet on the. I, I'd love it, Evan, because fierce field goal. I love that kid. Uh, well, I, I bet. I bet. I bet Rams win by like thirty points. This game. He's walking off with the gritty. He's good. I, I, yeah, I think it's tough to beat the same team three times in a row or three times in a season. So I, I 
with with Jimmy G. Yeah, the Magic's going to inform him. I, I I think the Rams win. What's the spread? It's over. Oh. It's uh, three and a half uh, for LA. Jimmy G against that pass rush like that we talked about already. Like I can't. Uh... They're hyper focused in. They're the they're maybe the best playing team right now overall as a whole. I mean, if they made a lot of mistakes, but their defense made up for it and they made plays in the clutch. Uh, the Rams, to me, like, uh, of course, sister's a big Niners fan, so I will root for the Niners, but I will put everything and anything, not everything or anything, uh, on the Rams to cover the three and a half. Uh, the over-under is at 46. I bet they hit the over. Yeah, I think uh, I think everything points to the Rams. You got the better quarterback right now, Stafford over Garoppolo, Cups an absolute All Pro, the best wide receiver. You got uh, Beckham coming into his own, uh, and then the defense of the Rams. Even though this, this is going to be the biggest, best uh, defensive matchup in the, especially compared to the AFC, it's definitely the a contrast there. Um, but I'm taking San Fran. Like they've won the last six games, straight games. Wow. Or wow. Money line. They're going to continue that. Uh, oh, wait, no, you're not going to sleep at night. No, That's all Jake takes is money lines. I'm taking it over. I'm taking it over. It. Yeah. Um, Sean McVay can't sleep at night without seeing Kyle Shanahan and his dreams and his nightmares. I can't like, uh, yeah, no, it's, to me, I can't pick against that history at the moment. And San Fran is hot. And I'm, that the controversy of the Garoppolo Lance is going to be uh, painstaking, but it's going to be fantastic for Dynasty because as soon as it happens, send out every Lance offer you can. That's my advice there. And I'm also taking the Bengals. They are guessing, they're speculating that it, for, for that game at SoFi, it's going to be 65% 49ers fans there. So it's kind of like a, it's a home game for the Rams, but the fans are going to be changed for the 49ers that's wild i love it it's gonna be fun well, I, 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 assume, I assume you i assume you heard about the rams like geotagging where people were buying tickets from it and not allowing it to be purchased from the san francisco area oh no i didn't it's see pretty, that yeah i assume oh. that got shut down relatively quickly but uh well, i still think the, i still think the rams are gonna win that i and i i don't know if that one's gonna be close but there's i think there's gonna be way more points scored and that's gonna be a really fun game uh, from the Rams side, it's not going to be fun from the Niners side. And we, had to, we didn't talk about the, maybe you guys said before I jumped on, but that, um, you know, Tampa Bay uh, LA game. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, th- it was th- like, you know, weird, like Cooper cup fumbled, you know, like, like that doesn't happen, you know, that, so I think they, they got the snap over Stafford's head. Like there's just some bad luck. Matt, Matt Gay missed that field goal. You know, I mean, like just some weird, like a, what was it, forty something yard field goal, which he should have made. Forty six. Forty six. Yeah. So, tried to help Tom Brady. Yeah. I, so I just forty nine. Anyway, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think all those happened. I think some of that was just just kind of like outlier things that happened. They made for a really good game, really good ending. But really, the the Rams, you know, they I, I maybe dominate maybe dominating is a little bit of a strong term, but they. They were in control of that game, and they should have spit it away. You know, Cam Akers doesn't fumble. It's just, you know, all these things. I don't know. Just a couple of plays, and it's not a close game. So I, I, I'm with you, Will. I think the Rams are, are, are playing great football. I think they're a superior team, and I just, it's just hard. They, those teams know each other really well, and I think finally the more talented team wins. That's the Rams. So I'll be cheering for the 49ers. I think it's a great story, but I think, I think the Rams win. I think they're both great stories, too. Uh, so, like, cheering for I don't really care who wins that game. And I don't really care who wins the Chiefs Bengals game. 
let's just see some really fun action this weekend. Yeah. Do you have an ideal Super Bowl matchup, or I guess you just said you don't you don't care? Oh, oh, first of all, first of all, Niners, because we talked about this through kind of the outtakes of last show. I had Niners Browns in the Super Bowl. If I can get half that correct, I guess I do have some emotional investment in the Niners, but I just don't see it happening. I, th- I think Rams KC puts is like the best product on the field for a Super Bowl. Like just yeah, Patrick Mahomes versus the, the Rams defense. You got Aaron Donald, like the best def- defensive player versus the best offensive player. Throw and in we the rest see, of, like Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, all those guys. Like, and we could just up. see a high fly in Super Bowl. You know, where... yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's uh, the best matchup, and I, that's that's exactly it's honestly exactly what I expect, and I feel like that is what you should put your money on habit happening, but. I chose San Fran Cincinnati just because I feel like I just, <laughs> I just feel like football. That's just the way football is, right? Like it's not meant to be a. It's not easy, right? So and should should it happen constantly? So. Yeah, I mean, the, embrace the chaos. The Packers at home go down and score a touchdown on their first drive, and then put yeah. up three points the rest of the game. Pa- get Packers a block get punt ten points and lose. That's the worst game of all time. That was the thing I was most confident in the playoffs. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in the AFC, but I, I'm pretty sure the Packers are going to advance and, and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Man, I just, you know, just goes to show you, this is just such a crazy sport that we, we love with, um, yeah. I mean, just never count out the Niners, I guess, unless they play. Yeah, like, they had tough. some really, really awful games this year. Like, it was like games that just like they got down early and then just didn't care about. And it, they were playoff Niners. Uh, I think from here on out, you just don't bet against. They have so much, so much passion. Swagger, <laughs> swagger. My cat, my cat, man. Yeah, he just haven't said anything about Yoshi. Yoshi. He's just like he just wants to sit on my laptop. It's so funny. Yoshi's right, just yeah. like, why aren't the Ravens in here? And also, here's a quick close up of my butthole. <laughs> yeah, we have to actually trim his hair on his butthole because if we don't, the poop will get like caught because he's so furry. Uh, we get we have, with Ava. We have litter around there. Like it literally get caught in there, not poop. Ah, maybe occasionally there's a little like fun nuggy, but Pop usually scoops that up before he can grab it. So, yeah, relatable. We should probably move on to the big show, huh? We should just yeah. make this the big show. Nah, we, we got stuff to talk about in the big show, Jake. I swore a couple times too. Yeah, we, that definitely could Jake, not be on this episode. Jake's like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> A little bit, and I feel like this has been good conversation. So it has like, been a good not? conversation. Give it to the, but, yeah, I'm not sure how many pages. Oh, you don't listen, think the conversation the... can get better? So you want to make this a bonus? Uh, we, I mean, I, I don't care. We can do that if you want. Uh, you, well, then you let's keep going. Wait, you were just talking about how they come out separate times, and like they might have to. Hey, I can post this tomorrow. I don't care. We'll we'll post it before. Who cares? Hey, this this went from the Patreon Joe's to the the. The Fancy Joe's Big Show, so it's fine. Hey, everybody, we're the Fancy Joe's. Hello. I'm at Rotor Library and Ray Livergood. We've got at Takes of Jake, Jake Patterson, and at Fancy Rotor and Square Will. What's going on, everybody? Oh, I've been tweeting hot fire, everybody. <laughs> Just putting smoke out there in the metaverse. Imagine being like an hour into a podcast and all of a sudden the intro starts. Like, I love it. It's like, right. what is happening? Yeah, yeah, wait, so, do, do we clap for Ryan? Okay. You're, you're, you're in the main show now. Did you, guys listen, hey, did you guys listen to the new Bull Rush that came out with Scott Fish and, Absol- and the boys? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me, one, I am shocked that all three of those people uh, have TikTok and that TikTok has the best algorithm for watching stuff. Scott Fish 
uh, Jake, I don't know if you know this, but Scott Fish was our first ever guest on the Fantasy Joes. I, I know that. Uh, yeah. But he is the last person I would ever expect to be on TikTok. Love Scott Fish. Did not expect that he would not only be on TikTok, but then compliment TikTok for their algorithm. Uh, and I love Scott Fish for that, just because he's an open book. I'm going to have to yeah. look up. the. I, I didn't realize, like, like, I'm using a different podcast player since they last put out a show, I think. So I'm going to have to find it and subscribe. It just popped up. It had been, it had been two years. <laughs> yeah, I might have unsubscribed. Frank, Frank has moved to the suburbs. Uh, what's his, uh, got his, he got his uh, gallbladder taken out, which my mom has as well. So they have that in common now. Uh, it's a It's a fun one two years later <laughs> that's awesome i found it yeah no i switched podcast players so I did, I did not know a new episode came out so thanks for letting me know man two years uh so we should get into these uh like little twitter trades ryan or, or you know like let's, let's move well, forward You're well, the host. okay now we're, now we're going now we're on the big show we've transitioned all of a sudden so they, there's your patreon preview you know what we talk about uh, apparently we talk a lot about betting who knew and football um, and football which typically we don't really but i guess yeah mixed in there yeah talked about te- buying tvs from costco we talked about all kinds of fun things okay oh and cats buttholes and cats buttholes do i need to put the e for everyone <laughs> everyone needs okay. to see look this guy yeah. posted it to everybody okay so let's get so i coaching carousel reactions gm hires you guys want to react to anything i, just, I put that on the, the show to give um you guys an opportunity I mean, we can talk about Matt e- like Eberflos, or uh, if I've got his name right. So the you know the Bears hired the Colts defensive coordinator with their new GM who, who comes from Kansas City. Another Ryan P. How, how are you both feeling? Like who wants to start? Oh, I mean, I feel great about the Vikes GM hire. I'm totally in. Let's let's get it going. Uh, I think I love every part about it so far. We'll see what kind of head coach he hires. Uh, the the only thing the Vikings can never hire is Sean Payton. So everything else I didn't is know, open. I didn't know much about him going into it, but uh, he seems like a like a very educated guy. Um, obviously, not coming from inside football, which I think is like a constant problem in the football world. So I've, I I like I love doing going outside, and he clearly has got lots of experience like throughout. Right, so I'm a. Yeah. He's going to make mistakes. Yeah. He's going to make mistakes in his first year, and I'm willing to live through that for the future. Like, my, my can, one, sorry, go ahead. If we can, if we can be the Browns, uh, like future before Baker Mayfield kind of snuffed out a lot of it uh, in two, like two years, I'll take that. I actually really think the Browns are one of the the best built franchises, minus the way Baker Mayfield played uh, this past season, the missing the playoffs. Like they, that did become a really big problem, but they're built on such a strong foundation. That team could be good with any quarterback. They might've had a better record with Case Keenum this year. And that's not a knock against Baker, but Baker just made a lot of mistakes. So maybe it is a knock against him, but uh, I really like that core and I like how they've done it. And we also don't need to run the ball uh, when every game situation says that you should run the ball. a la Mike Zimmer's comments. And I think the GM will have an effect on that and who he hires as a head coach. They're still looking to, yeah, they're still looking to hire a head coach. That's what, I was what, what I really like about the, the Minnesota hire is that are we going to say his name? Uh, it's no, I don't think we did. What it, it's um, I I don't have it up. I well, I thought is you were. A, it's a hyphenated <laughs> name. We should we should know. Is there an abbreviation we can do? <laughs> no, no, no. K A M K M. It's it's coffee, right? Coffee. I'm going to Adolfo. Sorry, quiz Quasi. 
Yeah. Quessy. Yeah, and, Quessy. So what, uh, what, Benzo, what I like was, about- Benzo was only added in there because he is a certified genius. What I like about Quessy is that not only is he this analytics guy and he brings that perspective, but also I guess they're going to pretty much keep their scouting department that they have in Minnesota, which I think is, is pretty, pretty good. So I, 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 I think I like what they're doing there. I, I do like the bears hire transitioning to talk about um, Ryan Poles, the the next Ryan P that's going to take over for Ryan Pace. Another Matt's going to take over as their coach. So we, we still have Ryan and Matt in charge in Chicago, just different Ryan's and Matt, Ryan and Matt. So I, I, I think I like the hire. I mean, you know, from the, you know, Kansas city organization and I, I, you know, I'm, you know, younger guy. Well, we'll see. I mean, who knows, right. When you're talking about these GMs that are in this role for the first time, I mean, who knows? And, and the, the coach, the bears hired, you know, it's a, he's a defensive guy. It's all going to depend on who he gets as the offensive coordinator, right. Who, if, if they can, you know, mold fields into the next great quarterback in the NFL. So, but I, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm not like, Oh my gosh, what a horrible hire. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I can't wait till Queasy's holding up that Super Bowl trophy in front of the Minnesota faithful. Cause he'll be out there on the field. Yeah. And then, you know, you know what? The NFC North could be wide open this year. If Aaron Rodgers uh, leaves green Bay and or retires. Um, honestly, cause I, I don't think the bears are very good, but you know, I think there's a world where they could, you know, kind of, rebuild and be competitive without Aaron Rodgers. I think the Vikings certainly could compete in 2022. I, I think the lions could, could be much better and compete if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. So I think it's, it's fun. I think the NFC North can be fun. Yeah. I think the AFC gonna... is trending way better than the NFC at the moment. I'm talking about the NFC North. Wow. If Rodgers walks away, like, I, I mean the NFC, like the NFC and AFC to me feel like the most equally balanced that they've been in a long time. Tom Brady, Sean Payton, like there's the, Big Ben isn't much of a difference if Aaron Rodgers comes to the AFC. That like I don't know. You got yeah. stars in Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. You already had Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Josh Jackson, Allen, like, Patrick Mahomes. A, like Matt, Matt Jones is even like he's the best rookie quarterback this year. Yes, Matt Jones is definitely in the conversation. Will yes. Trevor Lawrence is coming uh, back as the AFC comeback player of the year. He'll get that because the Jaguars were so bad, not injured, but coming back from a coach who does some questionable things at a bar, but uh, it's, uh, I also, I, Byron Leftwich, I know has been rumored. I haven't seen the confirmation that he's going to be head coach for the Jaguars. Uh, I love that. I wish I'd have bought Trevor Lawrence more before that happened. I think we're going to see an absolutely great season from him next year. Yeah, I, mean, I thought I saw Left, Leftwich was a uh, potential to the Saints. He's a the Saints also requested an interview. Um, and Leftwich wants to tread Belkey out, so I guess it's still up in the air. And also, maybe I'm just stuck. Yeah, old yeah. and well, maybe, maybe, maybe it falls apart and it all falls apart. And then I'm I'm not excited for Trevor Lawrence next year. That is, uh, oh, the, the Jags could always jag it up, right? So there's always that worry. Remember when they almost beat the, the Patriots in the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl? Like was the I remember when they beat the when the Jalen Ramsey Jags beat the Steelers. That was a they dog walked the Steelers. Yeah, that was a that was tough. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles at one point in time was a top four dynasty fantasy QB. Oh man, we always just have to keep that in mind with how things go with QBs. It was always my biggest fear for Josh Allen, and I was I was completely wrong. Yeah, I, I think Josh Josh, Josh, Josh I think Allen we can bet on Josh Allen now. Stud. 
Speaking of oh, Josh Allen, I've made a lot of mistakes with that, which is, uh, I mean, not my one of my biggest regrets, but like it's just, you know, good for Josh Allen. I'm just proud of him, not sad for myself. What What do Josh Allen, Debo Samuel, and Kareem Hunt have in common? I don't know, Ryan. What this is hold called on, segue. Hold on. It's called the segue. Well, look at the show sheet. The same high school and college. No, they they all went to the Senior Bowl. And next week, practice to start for the Senior Bowl leading up to the actual Senior Bowl event itself. So I wanted to do a little bit of a Senior Bowl preview and ask you guys if you'd look to who's going and if you're excited to see how any of these players perform. Have you guys thought of anything at all about the Senior Bowl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have not so, looked at the roster. I, I, will, I will lead off because if you look, I should have put the roster of the show. Sheet. It doesn't, it doesn't happen until the weekend after this one. So uh, we're good. We can still talk it's, about well, next week. week. Next week. I want yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Next week's a, practice that's our senior bowl episode, Ryan. I, I, I only prepare one week before because a lot of people drop out, pop in. Baker Mayfield also went to the senior bowl, but so did Matt Jones. So, so Dak Prescott. I mean, we got all kinds of guys, right? Ooh, I mean, yeah, other, yeah. other than quarterbacks, like seniors are, they're older prospects, not really my cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> Jake's out. Automatically, <laughs> <laughs> senior rule, well, nothing. Well, oh, like, so you didn't like, you didn't like Najee Harris coming out there, Jake? Did nah, you like Najee? Uh, you want who's at the I'm senior obviously, Najee obviously Harris. blowing smoke because I'm a big Adam Troutman guy who is a That's right. senior bowl MVP previously. Um, I think there's more, but. I tend to like the MVPs of the Super Bowl at the time. I think Debo Samuel was a big senior bowl um, participant as Cooper well. Cooper Cup was I, a big riser there year. too, right? Uh, Terry McLaurin, um, I believe. Yeah, Ryan, your your so, list of names was too short. That's why we didn't get it. Okay, so senior bowl, here's what I love. The quarterbacks in particular, because basically all the quarterbacks you're seeing listed as possible first-round quarterbacks, um, uh, Desmond Riddler, Kenny Pickett, Carson Strong. Um, well, I just start with Desmond Riddler. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but these are names that come up on like, you know, first, second round guys. Uh, Malik Willis is the guy that we're really excited about from Liberty because he's yeah. the economic code quarterback that has, there's a lot of intrigue. Sam Howell from North Carolina. Uh, do you guys know anything, know, uh, know anything about Bailey? Is it Bailey Zapp? Bailey Zappy from Western Kentucky? He's also going to the senior bowl. I don't know anything about him, but we'll find out. So anyway, it's exciting because I know we're not excited about this quarterback class, but look back in the past, look at the class that, you know, we had Patrick Holmes, Deshaun Watson, and yes, unfortunately, Mitchell Trubisky. Two of those three guys turned out to be, um, you know, dynasty fantasy football assets, right? And we weren't excited about that quarterback class particularly. So I just think that even though we're not excited about the quarterbacks in this class, a couple of these guys could emerge and, you know, five years down the road, it's going to be the next Dak Prescott, right? So I, I, just, I just just keep that in mind. I just want to say I am excited about this, this uh, quarterback class. I think we can we agree it's not very top heavy, but what I love about it is that I feel like there's it's almost a guarantee that these guys are going to fall in super flex drafts. And yes. every year, there this is the che- the cheapest time to get quarterbacks are the rookie draft typically, or your start the startup draft is right after those drafts. They their value skyrockets. So I think it was Matt Jones last year that fell. Um, we I, we have this conversation year in and year out, and there's typically one guy who falls to the end round of, uh, end of the first and it's a steal of the draft. And even earlier guys are still great picks because they're quarterbacks. Like even Zach Wilson fell on his face, still worth the top first round pick, like a st- mid first at this point, because one Oh two quarterback, right? Like he's, uh, he's not nothing yet. One face plant year doesn't 
the face plant is value per se, where these five quarterbacks, maybe more depending on their draft capital, they're going to fall in super flex drafts and they have a chance to skyrocket in value. And regardless, they're going to keep their value because they're quarterbacks in super flex leagues and you're going to get them cheap, cheaper than usual. Uh, I think it'll be a great conversation come rookie draft season. And we see landing spots. We see draft capital is how much are you willing to gamble on the quarterbacks coming in from this class? Because they're going to be like most likely devalued. Right. So with the 2023 class hype that is spiraling out of control, uh, in my opinion, is, as far as like the way everybody's talking about it, like what, at what's a point when you're willing to like move some capital around to try to acquire what, what, what will be a dart throw? Because <clears throat> none of these guys are the same level of like level of quarterbacks we've seen come out recently, but they're, I mean, like Justin Herbert wasn't the same level of quarterback we've seen come out before that. And he's been, he's an absolute top dynasty asset now. And I think at least one of these guys is going to be fine. Like even Baker Mayfield took a huge rise. I know he was the one-on-one, which changes things, but they just seem to put up an okay season to really, 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 really accrue dynasty value. We also just talked about how poopy the quarterback landscape is after like the quarterback twos, maybe even before that. So, yeah. And, and you know, other guys that I'm excited about kind of moving on, you know, um, you know, the running backs, I don't know much about this guy, Devonte price. He's running back from, from FIU, but I think he's like six, one, two I guess, I guess he's got, got mm-hmm. some good speed. Like I, I love the senior bowl watching the guys from small school, small school running backs. Cause we, I think we just overlook these guys sometimes. So I'm eager to see him. I want to see what happens with James cook, Dalvin cook's little brother. You know, he's, he, he's a little small, maybe a little undersized, but he, I, apparently he's going to get some action out of the slot as a yeah. wide receiver. So I'm, I'm interested to see that Calvin Austin, the third tiny dude. He might, I, I can't wait to see what he weighs and he might weigh in at like 148. I, I've seen like he's five, eight, 148. Hand time for 240 time. He's a guy that grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, went to play for the Memphis Tigers, walk on, made the team, and now he's going to the senior bowl with a chance to get drafted. So um, I'm intrigued to see. Even though he's little, I don't like little guys with small hands. I, I wonder what his hand size is going to measure, but I, I'm eager to see a guy like him, see what he does. So there's some other talent as well. Man. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, uh, uh, Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State, had a big year. He's going to be at the senior bowl. Another guy. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's always going to be uh, Yeah. Do- Doxon's up there. That dude's a stud. Uh, yeah. And it, it'll be fun to see the senior bowl hop that comes out from there. Uh, Calvin Austin, will he get, be drafted in the second round to uh, the Los Angeles Rams? A la, what's his name from last year? The tiny wide receiver. Van Jefferson? speedster that went there. No, no. That was two uh, years Ron ago. No. Well, Van Jefferson's not a speedster. Team. He's just a, you know, pretty solid wide receiver. Who, who did they take from uh Hugel? Yeah, oh, Tutu. Yeah. Horrible, horrible second-round draft pick uh, for this Super Bowl <coughs> It seems like season. it. Yeah. Uh, for what they wanted. But Van Jefferson's pretty valuable. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I think there's, there's a lot of great talent in this class. And you see, like, the running back core. And, yes, with older running backs, you do need to be careful about their age and coming out and their landing spot. But just wait till one of these guys gets picked up by the Niners. He's going to be everybody's third 301 as we go into next year or 208. <laughs> hey, I have a question about that. Um, Trey Sermon, what are you guys oh, I want like? To talk about no, no, but, but Mike, here's my question. You could, you know, I, I mean, I, 
I think if you drafted Trey Sermon, you probably just want to like hold him because you're just wanting to see what happens. And if there's a Eli Mitchell injury, maybe he gets a shot. But otherwise, I don't know. I mean, do you want to get thrown into like a like a deal, like a package deal? Jake, have any interest? Is he intriguing to you, or is he just like is he, is he this year's Keyshawn Vaughn that he's just forget about it? Um, I am a huge, huge Elijah Mitchell supporter. I think he is like the RB one in San Fran going forward. Um, I think. Well, typically they have a committee type um, system. I think going forward, it will be the Elijah Mitchell show. But given that they probably have the most demanding system in the sense that the running backs get injured there constantly. So would it be surprising to me to see Elijah Mitchell get hurt next year with the workload in that system and guys like Trace Sermon or a committee needs to come in, not in the slightest. But would I acquire him now? Um, absolutely not, because I'd want to wait until a free agency after the draft to kind of see if he is going to be in the number two there or if he's going to be pushed down to like three, four. So I'm not entire, um, I'd want to look into Jeff Wilson's contract for um, Raheem Mostert as, as, as well. Uh, so rookie drafts are slotted at this point. You have the 211, Jake. The 211 for Trey Sermon. No, nah, I'm keeping the 211. Oh. Yeah, easy. Give me 211. All yeah, right, because I feel like I draft these players at 311 all the time. Uh, 304. 304. 304. I think I'm taking 304. Uh, I think see, it I'll takes more uh, on the clock. And like, I bet. I feel like what, about, what about what about the 304 and Trey Sermon for the 211? Okay. We're, all, we're obviously talking super flex leagues. Yeah, 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 of course. Like, it's tough because, like, obviously I'm going to see a cutoff at one point and probably in, like, the mid-second. Um, but then I'm going to have like my favorite targets in the third, fourth round. And I'm assuming my favorite target in the third round, I'm probably going to like more than Trey Sermon. That's kind of my, my thought, thought process there because those guys were Elijah Mitchell last year, right? Like he was going in the third, fourth round. And but there's guys that are every year, if Trey Sermon is a handcuff. And I feel like I'd rather have a chance at a ceiling of more. So I, don't I think know I agree handcuff either at the time, but right now. I think I am going to look at in my rookie drafts when I'm on the clock, look at every team that has Trey Sermon and see like, is there a guy on the board that has enough in- intrigue where I think this owner will accept this deal and I'll be moving it for those. Like, so I, I don't think late second, cause I think there's going to be enough intrigue in the late second in super flex where like, maybe you can get some sugar on top, you know? But uh, the idea for me is I think Trey Sermon's a huge, a huge value buy because it just is, what are you what are you he's a he's a second day running back pick like these guys pan out more often than not with at least a couple rb1 weeks like let's give it a go i absolutely i agree with you and i feel like just the first example like i i, I don't like the idea of having a straight up pick for him but what i do like if i had i'm an, an early third round pick or maybe a late second um, i'll try to trade back in that spot and move back a few a few picks not not going crazy and adding Trace Sermon to the pick as a, um, as a throw-in, where I'm not losing like my shot as a rookie who I like. Because um, maybe a two who who I like, um, who my dart throw is in the third round, maybe, um, maybe I think I can get him at 305. Um, but I'm sitting at 211 thinking, like, I don't want to pick him right now. I'd rather take him later. Might as well see if I can pick up a guy like Trace Sermon in the process. You know, one thing I think, too, that's worth the conversation when we talk about the San Francisco backfield, whether we're talking about Elijah Mitchell or we're talking about Trey Sermon, is the fact, well, well not only do they like to rotate guys, you know, in that backfield and they'll, they'll probably add some bodies, but you you got 
the Trey Lance factor and, and you've got the Debo Samuel factor. So, you know, do those guys take away from whoever the primary running back is in San Francisco? Do, does Trey Lance, you know, vulture some of those touchdowns? So I, you know, what is the ceiling really? Like I like Elijah Mitchell, but I, I don't know that I feel like he's going to be this running back one locked in year in and year out. I think he's going to be a valuable piece for your team, but I don't know. Um, I think that comes. Uh, into play as but well. if he's like RB fifteen, I'll take that, and that's a premium value. Uh, okay, so I, I, I have him back But but do you want to go out and actually acquire him? Like I think if you have Elijah Mitchell, he's probably just a guy you're holding. I don't know if he's like a, you know, so like I, I want to. He's a he's a my guy for me right now. Where I actually am trying to acquire him. Um, I I don't necessarily want to give like. I'm not just trying to acquire him alone. I like acquiring him as a piece in the deal. Um, so maybe I can kind of get his perceived value a little bit lower there because he's the second fiddle in the trade. Um, but I actually have him personally at RB15 at the moment, and he's sandwiched between guys like Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery. Um, well, if you have him at RB15, does any of that sound too hot for you to put him above those guys? No, I was just saying, like, I think that his, like, his uh... – potential are running back value. I don't see him being like a top five running back and exploding that offense at any point in time. And there is a big drop off between the top five running backs year over year in production compared to the rest of the rest of the group. So I, I, I none of that blows my mind because I think a lot of those guys are starting to age out. And I, I think with Nick Chubb, we're going to start to see those knee injuries and that arthritis potentially pop up. Although I'm one of the biggest Nick Chubb fans at like maybe ever. I have been one of the best, like the biggest Dalvin Cook fans. Uh, even though he plays for the Vikings, but the in David Montgomery, I, uh, I think uh, uh, it's tough. It's a it's a it's a wash. So I don't think there's any sort of like crazy hotness in there. And that, that I guess that's just where I land. It's like it's like a bland like yeah. I think that's I think that's fine. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I've just been waiting, Jake, for you just to trade me Clyde Edwards Hilaire straight up for Elias Mitchell, and then I'll take that. Um. Let's do it. I mean, I think Jake. Do we, those, have, a, do we have a league where that we can do that? Yeah, it's, it's league of ballers. I, Jake's thinking about it. I, I, um, yeah, I am. I, I, why, what do you think about it, Jake? See, if we can get this trade done as we're recording. He tried to get a first, second swap uh, out of me earlier, uh, and I was like, swap. I, oh, yeah, I, I, that, the market typically has CH ahead, but I think the market is going down on uh, CH at the moment, so. It was yeah. tanking at that. At that How are you feeling about Juju right now? Maybe we can. Uh, is there anyone on my side I can get Juju swapped in? Or try? I wouldn't mind adding him to the deal. I don't, don't feel it's necessary. It's just last mutual for CH. But yeah, I mean, I'm always open. <laughs> always open for business. I, I think that those other guys that you talked about in your rankings, Jake, I think that's probably pretty good pivots because I. You know, yes, you've got the argument. Well, Dalvin Cook, you know, even if he's only got one more year, in theory, he might win me my league in 2022. Whereas, is Mitchell ever going to do that? But I, I think there's definitely concerns about those guys, particularly a guy like Nick Chubb with his his um, you know injury history with his knees. Like at some point, he's gonna he's gonna drop uh, off a cliff quickly. If it doesn't even, it might happen in 2022. One other side note with Eliza Mitchell is the the least expensive, not the least expensive. But the most valuable backups in the league are on the Niners, and they're acquirable. So you can go through the process of owning the entire Niners backfield is like the most beneficial entire backfield you can own. 
Yeah. No question. Whoever, you, whoever just... starts is an RB one week over week. Like for the most part, like everybody's going to rank them as that and people are going to get hurt. But if you can figure out how to get, how to get them all. And also from our, our, our Patreon uh, on group me, everybody, there was a big thread on Dynasty Reddit about Debo Samuel getting RB eligibility next year uh, in platforms that are more progressive than MFL. And it looks hey, like it's almost so a lock. More progressive. He's not an RB. I feel like that's like. What are you talking about? He's had more carries than any. Like, he said, like. I, it, get, it's, I get the argument that, like, he plays both roles. He's a multi positional, like, ta- like, talented player. But he's on every depth chart he's ever been listed on, it's been wide receiver. Like, I've never seen him listed anywhere as an RB in any kind of depth chart. Like, but, uh, he, I he, mean, Cordero t- Patterson was listed as a safety, and Ryan yeah. can't play him as a safety in Ivy League. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you, if you, I think it's just like the like common sense test. Like if you watch a 49ers game, he lands up in the backfield enough. I think he should have RB eligibility. I don't care what the depth chart says. I think it's just be a common sense test. And I think he, I think he needs it honestly enough. Just easily like Patterson. Enough. He, run, it, he runs it. up the middle too much to not be classified as a running back. His injury risk is at a running back's level. All right, Will. Do you prefer Jacoby Myers or Juju Smith-Schuster? Juju, easily. Right. I mean, come on. Got Juju. I, that's going to be fun. Like, talk about a guy. I mean, I don't know how people can say what his value is right now, but just to see where he ends up, you know, but he's an interesting guy. He's ending up back in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> he can't leave. He only has a bike to get that would, be, that would be sad. That would be sad. <laughs> Physically you know. can't leave. Uh, not if Aaron Rodgers goes to Pittsburgh. That could be that's a thing. Not, that's not happening. I don't I, see that. How do you know? I'm clicking his name. Clicking his I don't, name right I don't now. know, but Juju Smith, Juju Smith Schuster expected to rejoin Steelers in 2022. I said the next Steeler one. SteelerNation.com. Return. It, it, I Which mean, if they pay him, I mean, like, source. yeah, I, I, I think I, he's content being where he like he, he liked. Nah, to see, I, I think he took the, I think he took that deal he took because of the the wide receiver market was not the cap very robust. Too is too low. Yeah. Cause the cap, all the, no, no one had cap space other than the, the New England Patriots. And Why do you it take was just, money to go to Pittsburgh over Casey or Baltimore. This doesn't make any sense to me. Cause he didn't want to go. It to was a bad Baltimore. choice. Yeah. It was a, a horrendously bad choice. And he's learned and he'll from that. Make, he'll, he may, I feel like he can continue to make these bad choices. And I so he's like, going, he, he he's going to, he's going to the Jags. He's a perfect fit for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, in the Byron Leftwich offense, when he finally signs, and Juju's going to skyrocket in value. He fits. Could, oh, could, I mean, could he be the outlier player that just decides to not, you know, sign a big, a lot of money, you know, to go back to Pittsburgh? I guess, but that would be very rare. I mean, let's be let's be honest. Even if he thinks he think about it, he's going to go to whoever pays him most money. He's just, I mean, he should. Ooh, or massive betrayal. Go to the Bills. Let's go. That'd be fun. That would fit so. Oh man, it'd be so much fun. Uh, anyway, Ryan, Ryan, what's the next topic? We got to move on. Um, well, I want to talk a little bit. A couple of tweets that relate to, um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, um, who you know was Green Bay offensive coordinator, going to become the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. And um, there's a lot of speculation that oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to follow him to. Denver and what does that do for the value of the Denver players? So I'm just uh, just a couple of tweets I saw at Dynasty Jacobian. I'm going to try and trade my remaining Zeke shares for Judy shares. Judy still has a lower ADP, but may not be viewed that way via trade. We shall see. And then this 
assuming Rodgers and Adams sign with the Broncos, what happens to Jerry Judy's value? Will there be enough of a target share between him, Adams, Sutton, and Fant to be a steady producer? What dynasty draft round would you trade for him? That was dynasty hub, but one, two, three, zero. So I just wanted to kind of talk about these tweets and, and Judy in general and the Broncos with, with this, you know, Aaron Rodgers speculation. And, and as we, we kind of talked about on the Patreon show, which is also this show, we, we talked about Judy, <laughs> whether Rogers, whether Rogers um, goes to, to Denver, or maybe they made a trade, which would, would make um, Judy go to uh, Green Bay and, and maybe be the wide receiver one at that point. Um, you know, are you got what do you guys want to do with, with with Jerry Judy, if anything, in particular? Like, let's say Roger. Let's say Rogers goes to Denver. I I don't know that they can sign Adams because I I, I don't that they, they've got a lot of money invested in their wide receivers, right? They re-signed Cortland Sutton. Can they afford to sign Adams too? I just don't like. Have we ever seen a franchise give this much into a player? Like, hey, the quarterback's going. We'll also trade this wide receiver and make his life extremely happy. Well, I'm not gonna, I, I, I have to trade Adams. He's a I don't free see agent. any of that happening. So, like, I, 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 I kind of don't like this hypothetical scenario, Ryan. Overall, but if it does happen, uh, I'm not going to try to acquire Judy because there's going to whoever owns them thinks that there's a value boom. Uh, and if I own him, uh, I'm also going to probably wait to see if there's a uh, value like boom. That wide receiver core in Denver with a really good quarterback is still uh, pretty, you know, inch deep, mile wide. And I, I like all the wide receivers there, but I'm not willing to invest unless I can get Jerry Judy for that, you know, kind of like late, like, or let's say like the, the 201 in a rookie draft because somebody has their favorite player in there. I'd be willing to invest, invest some sort of capital like that, but they're probably not going to take that. And I, I feel like those kind of exploring those kind of offers, as we talked about earlier, like a long time ago with Judy too, it, it's, it's just tough. So I was excited put out offers and now dejected. And so now my current opinion is, uh, you know, if maybe inquire, but I, I don't know. I think, I think owners There's are always going advice. to be, I think owners are always going to be dynasty wanting with Jerry Judy. Um, where I feel like in reality, like at least in the last two years, and I feel like this is a very like 2000, 2021 will, uh, will take, but I don't think Jerry Judy has necessarily proven that he's, um, much better than Corlin Sutton, that he's even better than Tim Patrick at this point. Um, and I can throw Noah Fant and oh, Albert Owens as well. So, um, like, again, I feel like dynasty owners are always going to be expecting him to be like, oh, the, the wide receiver one in in Denver. And I, I don't see that as like a guarantee at all. So I feel like I would be selling at his value because I just don't, uh, I feel like it's more of a want than an expectation for, in my so- eyes. So if you've got Judy, I've got Zeke, and I'm offering you Zeke for Judy. Do you take it? No, because I'm not acquiring Zeke in like any any sense. Like, give me Pollard. I'll take Pollard. Ooh, Pollard over Judy. So okay, let me ask you this. So you're, I, I, I'm gonna Jake. I'm gonna force you to make a decision here. So you are in a startup. And I was no, okay. just between the two, yeah. So I wanted to know, I, but I know obviously you would continue to shop and try to make a better deal. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm just curious what value wise. Yeah, I, would take, I, would, I guess I would take Zeke. I feel like I like I was huge on Lavisca Chanel, right? And he hasn't seen much out of. We haven't seen what we wanted Lavisca Chanel. No, unfortunately. Like, but dynasty owners seem relatively out on Lavisca at this point, where they're still in on Jared Judy, and I just don't see. 
Um, I'm sure maybe maybe there are stats. I haven't done a huge deep dive on it, and this is kind of just my perception um, of it at the moment. But I feel like they're pretty comparable. Where um, perception-wise, they're they're people have way more hope in Judy than Lavisca at this point. Where Denver's quarterback situation is still a question mark, and I don't. I still kind of like. I, I still like Trevor Lawrence, obviously, right? And I still like. I feel like there is still hope for like Lavisca a little bit too, right? So I'm yeah. just. I'm not all there for the hype that Jerry has, um, Jerry Judy. And if his value was and was closer to LaVisca, I'd probably be um, maybe looking like more in. But it's, he's not at the wide receiver three of his team value like LaVisca. He's at the, still kind of the wide receiver one type. So I, I think people are just writing this right in their head is they remember Jerry Judy was a fantastic college football player. And, and they Alabama. watched him play on Saturdays at Alabama. He was a first round draft pick um, and, he, and he got injured, you know, and he was out a lot of this 2021 season. So I think people are like, well, he's going to come back healthy. His numbers in 2021 have to do his injury and, and they're going to get a good quarterback there. So it's, it's, you're right. It's a lot of projecting and, and, and that's dangerous to do sometimes in dynasty where we, cause I think he certainly has a potential. I think he's certainly a talented player, but there are plenty of talented have... players in this league that that don't that don't end up producing like we want them to, right? DJ Moore, Judy every year, or Gabriel Davis. Oh, Judy, Darn, Darn, I'm <laughs> I'd rather take, I would take Mooney over Judy, and I would also take Gabriel Davis over Judy. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, oh. yeah. would you Gabriel make da- that trade? Yeah, Gabriel Lewis is the guy. To I mean, I think everyone is like you know he the 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 big week he put up. <laughs> against against Kansas City, you know, it's um, I I don't think that's what what he is. Um, I mean, I, I like Gabriel Ever- D- Davis, but I wanted this is kind of a segue for me. I I love everyone. Like it was a hot topic on Twitter of sell Gabriel Davis after this like crazy performance, but I feel like it's also Gabriel Davis solidifying that wide receiver two spot in Buffalo, like at least wide receiver three, like his snap share alone has gone up steadily over the last five games um, before getting eliminated. And in that last game, he went like absolutely like off, like nuclear. nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like he is like hugging Josh Allen for like 30 seconds on the sideline. Like they're, they clearly have a bond. Like this, this meant something like four touchdowns. Doesn't just like in a playoff game against the chiefs, like he he came up clutch. Like that matters. Like that matters to like these players, right? Like I don't see that just dwindling and him becoming like the fourth wide receiver on the team again. And he's 22 years old. So like I I think I would trade a late first for Gabriel Davis right now. Or I like I agree with that value, um, which is crazy because like before that game I didn't value him like near that. I think I probably could be overreacting to one game, but I I think it matters. Like. And he, the fact that he's 23 years old and tethered to Josh Allen, like I'm here for it. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right in the sense of that he's young, he's tethered to Josh Allen. There is a level of trust there, and he flashed in the biggest stage, which is important. But I think you're, I think, like uh, trading that late first, you, you might as well wait. There's no point to trade now. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Watch this all play out. Like, so that kind of like late first value. You can maybe get it out. Like if, I mean, how many leagues have you seen Gabriel Davis go up on the trade block right after that game? Right. Uh, Every league. Which is smart. It's it's smart of that owner. Uh, But it's not, I'm not paying a premium for Gabriel Davis because there's just no point right now. Like, why would you buy the hype? Like it's, and I hate it because I am all about the not relax mode 
uh, and get hyped up Sorry. and buy players. But, you know, maybe now's the time to buy Stefan Diggs and get him cheaper with the way he, he didn't show up in that game. And they said that he laid out that dude streaking on the field or running on the field. He didn't even lay him out. It was a kind of soft tackle. But, you know, it's uh, like, like can, you, can you find the counter in it? Can you find, like, if Gabe Davis is going to have four touchdowns and Diggs is kind of nullified, can you buy Diggs a little bit cheaper right now and get that, that next year of production? Because he's going to be really good again next year. But you said it yourself that every like every league you saw Gabe Davis go on the block because every owner wanted to sell Gabe Davis before this and to holy crap this is my opportunity to finally sell Gabe Davis and not just for what I wanted before but for double the price. So I'm not like I'm not I don't think you necessarily have to pay the like the the high price for Gabe Davis, but I think there might be an in between where that seller who's been wanting to sell and thinks this is their opportunity to like finally get out of Gabe Davis. I, um, I think that they are eager to sell him at the moment. And you might actually get the wide receiver two for Buffalo, who's only 23 years old, like cheaper than you definitely should. Like you might only pay a late second for him because yeah. like they got him as a fourth round pick or something like that. All they wanted was this like, if the or third at one somewhere. point and now it's like oh if i get a second i'm happy right like or an early second or a, a few picks back in draft like a nice little yeah. pick swap would be the way i go about that yeah like, i feel like in a startup i'm probably going to be picking somebody else over gabe davis and like majority of situations like i'm not excited like head over heels about him by any means but all i saw is a twitter discourse of sell gabe davis like this is your opportunity to sell it like small sample size you finally have a chance to sell him and why it's not wrong i think i'm kind of also in on him possibly being <laughs> good so yeah also sell jerick mckinnon and uh mcpherson in, 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 in kicker leagues and dynasty kicker leagues you should in FFPC, you have to have a life. kicker i hate it it's in so, a short bench league it's the worst i feel like mcpherson's life. value probably is like really high then i i don't play those leagues but i would value him highly Late first. If you have like a potential all pro for like, yeah, late first for a kicker. Like it sounds crazy, but like I'd be here for it. And that's probably oh, like where you're you so, find so, edges is where you like actually value positions like that. Jake, you're too tired. I'm very tired. I actually also <laughs> conversations, but. All right, Ryan. Let's keep it going. Let's hit the next one. All right. Well, we, we we'll kind of you know we'll we'll go quickly to the next next two things so we can then we can wrap up. Um, okay, so this is another tweet at Marathon FFL ten team two QB PPR dynasty. Which side would you take in a trade? So on one side you got Lamar Jackson and Zeke. Well, your guy Lamar Jackson with, with Zeke and my guy Zeke. No, Yoshi. Come on. <laughs> or, or apparently he didn't like that side of the deal. Or Yosh has expressed his opinion. Yeah, hold on. Or Trace, Trey Lance, uh, Cortland Sutton, Kareem Hunt. So you got Lamar Jackson, Zeke on one side versus Lance, Cortland Sutton, and Kareem Hunt. What say you gentlemen? I feel like we could take Sutton out of the conversation and it's just like, a closer trade for me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty far on the Lance side. Um, it might be hot takey, but I think Lance and Jackson are in a very similar, like the same tier for me. Um, you have a four, four year age gap, maybe closer to three, three and a half years. Um, but I think Trey Lance to see it. Like, I think when he gets the, the chance to start in San Fran, it is absolute wheels up for him. Um, and it's just 
it just hasn't happened yet. It hasn't, he hasn't been shot out of that cannon um, where we've obviously seen an MVP season out of Lamar. So he's obviously still a superstar. Um, we're comparing Hunt to Zeke. Um, I feel like is also pretty comparable. Hunt was playing very well before he got injured and then kind of fell off a cliff. So I, I lean getting the free receiver in, in Sutton, who's even not very valuable himself at the moment. But. Uh, I think you could take Zeke out of this deal. And I'd take Lamar Jackson over Lance Sutton and Hunt. Ooh, I like it. I, I, I don't know why, I, I I don't know why you would take that projection. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson went, went healthy and not with that ankle sprain in the way the Ravens were this year. They're going to be better next year. He's shown that his passing volume went up exponentially and it's his, his ceiling is, is so much higher than Lance's. And I get that they moved all that gap before him. And I hope Lance proves me wrong. I hope I'm wrong in this, but at this moment in time, uh, I would take Lamar Jackson over Lance Sutton and hunt together. Yeah. It's definitely a projection and a risky one at that. So Zeke is just a little sugar on top. Let me get a year out of him. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with having that year production out of a player that's aging out and usaging out. Zeke is slower. He's not as good as he was before. Pollard looks much more explosive, but Zeke's still going to be there, and he's still going to be a little touchdown goblin for at least one more season. Yeah, you typically prefer – well, I mean, Hunt's getting up there in age two, but I feel like you are more likely to let somebody age out on your roster or you're, you're fine with those veteran years. Um, they're trying to. Uh, so just over- just, the, just in this type of deal, like I, I'm, I'm learning as we go along, and still not perfect in dynasty whatsoever. But there's like buying youth gaps and buying age gap, like buying like a season of a player that's actually going to, at the beginning of the year, assuming full health, be in a running back one role, uh, like a top twelve running back role, and that's what I'm willing to pay, for, like not pay for, but acquire. Like why, why would I not want to acquire that? <laughs> like if. If I already like want Lamar Jackson, what he can do for your team week over week, and you saw him win you that over and over and over again, versus the projection of Trey Lance, which I, I feel like, if anything, it's been not a great vote of confidence for Trey Lance, which might be a good time to make this type of deal if you believe in him. So I, I like both sides of this trade. Not Don't get me wrong. But for me personally, yeah, I'm going to take the, the Jackson-Zeke side. What, what do you think Twitter said, guys? Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Is it still only 38 votes? Because I'll go 54% Lamar Jackson. It, it, it's, there's 93 votes in, and um, it's 60% Jackson, Zeke side, 40% Lance, Sutton, and Hunt. So there you go. That's like, but that's the kind of trade you want when Twitter can't even really agree. Yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it probably depends on, on what your priorities are, what you want to do, because I just, I feel like the safer deal is Lamar Jackson and Zeke. But if you really are big on Trey Lance, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And I like Trey Lance a lot too. I'm, I'm okay with making, making this deal, but I, I honestly, I think it comes down to it. Well, probably the city of your team, but if you're contending in 2022 or you think you are, um, I feel like I get a little safer at, at quarterback and then I get a little juice, you know, with, with C cause I, you know, I'm, I'm not big on Cortland Sutton, no matter what happens in, in a, in Denver. And then, then Kareem Hunt, it's kind of the same thing. He's an aging running back. I don't, you know, so for me, it, it I, I definitely lean the Jackson uh, Zeke side in a vacuum. So yeah, but it's a good trade. I like that. Yeah, trade. no, I like it too. I like it too. That's what that why I saw it. I thought it would be a good good conversation. Finally, last tweet because because Jake's fading. I know. It, this is from Andrew Cowan at Drew Ocean on Twitter. 
he, he tweeted this to at Dynasty FF Addict, but we, we're, we're going to respond on this podcast. Would you trade <laughs> Chase, Jamar Chase, for this is the package you get? You're, you're moving Chase, you know, probably Dy- Dynasty wide receiver one, at least for a lot of people, if not most people. In return, you get Calvin Ridley, Devonta Smith, the 2022-105. I don't know if this is super flexed a lot, but let, let's just pretend it is just to make it more interesting. And a 2023 first. So you get that first round pick in this year. It's it's the, the fifth overall with the 105. You get a, a future pick in 2023. You get Devonta Smith, um, who could, you know, really, ex, you know, go up in value next year. And, and you get Calvin Ridley, you know, the, the enigma uh, for... Uh, Jamar Chase, is that enough for 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 you to move Jamar Chase? Who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll move I'll move Jamar Chase for that. Yeah, me too. And I probably should have asked asked for like a, a twenty twenty three second or something on top because we know it to be a deep class. So I'm trying to acquire those picks anywhere I can. And I feel like you're already adding so much to this package that throwing on a second on top to get a guy like Jamar Chase, I think they'd be willing to do it. You get a nice high upside player in Calvin Ridley. See he comes out of retirement. If he doesn't too, like, fine, you can live with that. Devonta Smith is no, still can. really, really good. You get the 105, which you can then turn into something else during the draft. You can move back. You can have so much more uh, flexibility, pliability. Uh, with the, as a Tom Brady would say, and then that 2023 first, that's a, I mean, that's a massive, massive haul for Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase could tear his ACL next week in the playoffs. I'm also a fan. Shut of, your mouth. Come on. I, I know I'm a fan. I'm a fan of selling players in these types of deals, like these big time deals when they're in playoff games still, because there's still an opportunity, even very minute that these guys have games left and can get hurt. And we've seen it happen. Yeah, I'm looking up to see what, what what do you guys think Twitter what which side does Twitter have? I got I got to believe Twitter is like yeah, 64% for the package. I mean like does Twitter just see like Chase and then like a little picture of a little package emoji? Cuz then maybe it's just like <laughs> maybe maybe I just scroll down and I see Chase and I pick Chase, you know? Oh, you know what? This wasn't even a, a poll, so never mind. Twitter I <laughs> that was bad. So <laughs> wow. Um never mind. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I like the package too. I would, but who knows what Twitter would say? We should maybe we post it on Twitter and see what happens. But, um, yeah, I just think it's interesting because even if, because if Calvin Ridley comes back and, and is, you know, what he has been most of his career, you know, that alone, obviously chase is still more valuable, but, th- but that alone is, you know, it, it, it really closes the gap. And, and even if really doesn't work out, I, I'm pretty high on Smith. I, I think that, He's going to take a big step forward in his second year. Um, I think he's very super flex too for that 105. And yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, 105. And then the 20, it's, it's just a lot. You just get, it's a nice, nice return for Chase. And if, especially if maybe you're a team that's, you know, trying to rebuild or something. I, I know, you know, con, you know, team specific, but um, I'd be fascinated for the team that's offering this or looking back that wants Jamar Chase. Like, what, what kind of build do they have where they're willing to give this up? How yeah. highly, how high would you take Jamar Chase in a startup? Super flex. No, let's say no Ted and premium. Mm. Is there any RB two that you would take him over? Like obviously Jonathan Taylor. Like I think I I take Jonathan Taylor over Chase personally. Yeah, I, I think Harris, 
Devontae Williams, Antonio Gibson, do you take Chase over all those guys? I think I do. Yeah. Uh, but I, then you I put do. him back in the quarterback realm. Yep, so uh, Mahomes, Allen, Her- Herbert, Murray, Burrow. Jackson. You take a QB over over Chase all like yeah, it'd have to be late for a strategy. That's typically my strategy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at the very earliest, it would be like, you know, mid, mid to late. Um, so you're expecting QBs to, like, dominate the first round. Yeah, like, would you take, Bur- would you take, Burrow, would you take Burrow over Chase? I would. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, think would I think at this point I would, too. Yeah. We yeah. need to do a startup. Let, let, can, we yeah. do, can we do one we on Sleeper? Startup mock. Yeah, so mock, yeah. So yeah. maybe we do one in next show. So if you're listening, particularly our Patreon Joes, it's a preview, but <laughs> let, let's get get far. on get in on this. Because they could do it on Sleeper, that. right? Because MFL is is uh close for business for a while. Also, Sleeper is really easy to do. Yeah. So. It is, uh, we don't, I'm not suggesting we do this, but if it if it was the two tight end leak, I'm just saying it for the discussion. I we'll, would do two, still, we'll do two tight end. Pre- they, we'll do two tight end. Super yeah, flex. well, uh, that, that might sway things pretty heavily, but I think Ooh, I would take. Who cares? It'll be fun. Still, what's that? Yeah, I mean, I might take Pitts one. I think I'm taking Pitts one or two in that format. Well, let's find out. We, we we should we should do this, and we'll be involved, obviously. But let's let's let let's not draft to the top. Let's or is it random when you when you do a mock on uh, sleeper? Couldn't tell you. It might be yeah. jo- like jockey for position, like yeah, first we'll serve. We'll find out. All right, we'll get we'll get that going. I'll take the one twelve. The one twelve. I don't think it's a bad place to be. You know, it like now that we're talking about this, all the I mean, I I'm still team trade back. You know, out of the first round, but but, but I, everybody is hard. now. That's Every, like the everybody is now. That's a problem. So, uh, but that said, if if I'm picking, you know. I don't necessarily mind. I, I, I think you know, naming all these guys that we've named, like pushing Chase later and later with all those QBs, it's not not a horrible place to be necessarily. It's a just just kind of thought of something on the spot here. That a uh, that strategy of trading back in a startup, obviously, always the number one strategy. But for me, it was brought to brought to my attention as kind of like the number one strategy from a one of the original fantasy Joe's, Mr. Trey Barrett. And just uh, when you said trade back, I kind of, the pun kind of said it in my own head, um, just putting Trey's name in the word trade and just putting hashtag trade back. You're about like trade, back? The, trade back? Trade back. Trade, trade back, back as well. But Get like, some t-shirts made. Add the D, but like either way. Drop the D. Uh, well, that's, uh, I was also thinking that. And I was like, I think I like the D better. Jake's, but Jake's been dropping the D all episode. Trade back. Well, <laughs> guys we uh, jake you're fading i want to respect your time it's uh like midnight your time right because you're east you're you're sure, eastern yeah. so let's let's move let's move into the two minute warning any any anything you guys want to add jake you go first you're, you're tired you go <laughs> i did not have anything prepared at least last time i had the big ben roethlisberger um goodbye mm-hmm. and maybe i should have saved it for today because he officially retired um I just like I I will talk more about Ben. I watched the uh, more from YouTube. <laughs> I was watching like the top fifty plays of Big Ben's career, and uh, I've obviously as a kid growing up, I didn't watch Big Ben's career like game in and game out. Um, my my first game, as I mentioned, was that I like, re- first one I have a memory of was the Pittsburgh Seattle Super Bowl. Um, but games after that, I really do not remember at all. 
but I was kind of bl- I was blown away by his highlights. Like he uh, he's he's he was fantastic, man. Like he was an like an absolute stud. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited about the future for Pittsburgh um, because, like I said, Ben hasn't been it lately. But man, he was uh, he was special, and uh, he will be missed. And pay for your, pay pay up in your league safe already, guys. Like, come on. Yeah, Jay wants to make some deals. Throw back to both two minute warnings over the past few weeks. All right, Re- repeat. I like it though. Those are good. Well, hey, Greenwood, get, any 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 thing for the two minute warning? Uh, get yourself a nice face cord of wood. You can buy a wood holder on Amazon for sixty bucks. It's four feet tall by eight feet wide, and then you can buy a whole bunch of wood if you have a wood burning fireplace. And it's amazing. I like it. Nice. That was random, but 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 a good one. This is um, the beginning of the show, Ryan. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go back and uh, yeah, I got I I don't get the the context. So I'll go back and listen. I'm just gonna rehash kind of what I talked about earlier with the Senior Bowl. You know, we're gonna get through this. Um, you know, that we're we're gonna know the Super Bowl matchup. We're gonna have some downtime. So, you know, now it's time to get into these rookies, right? If you're like me and you just casually watch college football when you can, now is the time to start diving in. So, uh, Senior Bowl is a great place to start. And remember, like, like we said, some of the names of, of these players that emerge that, that shine during the senior bowl. So pay attention. Um, and not so much to the game, but, you know, read about what's going on, you know, go on Twitter, see what's going on at the senior bowl. Um, you know, uh, you know, Matt Waldman usually will put out some podcasts this time of year, about the senior bowl, uh, Saturday to Sunday guys, I, I guarantee you that that Matt and Paul will, will be talking, talking senior bowl and, and starting to put out their tiers. So this is, we're getting into it, man. We're getting into the rookie talk and, and this is the time of year we love. So, that's time to start so start paying attention if you're not already to these uh what will be 2022 rookies all right oh it's now where you find the band oh sorry go no 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 go ahead no no no. i was, I was just gonna sign us off because yeah, yeah. i should have it for after the sign off it's completely my fault time out, i'm time out of sync yeah so before before will goes we are the fancy joes you've been us on twitter at ff joes will is at finish underscore will jake is at takes with jake and I am, of course, at Riddle Librarian. You can swear us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Fantasy Joes. If you, you get a little preview today, if you want more, sign up. It, it's like less than a cup of coffee. It, it's worth it. So um, on behalf of Jake Patterson and Will Greenwood, I'm Ryan Livergood, and we are the Fantasy Joes. Eat yourself a cup of joe. Uh, also, Jerome Ford is about to, to flash out at the Senior Bowl. I brought Jerome Ford up quite a while ago. We were talking about Cincinnati's offense. Going, I remember. Yeah, into the season. And this was mid-college football season. He was still tearing it up. Uh, I assume he'll have a very great senior ball. He'll be a great value in the NFL draft. He's NFL ready and ready to go. I'm very excited for the value. You can get a Jerome Ford or he'll be cut. Wow, Ryan. Speaking of cut, do you guys see this on my finger? This is what my cat did to me. That's that's pretty deep, man. Jake, you got something going on there too. <laughs> yeah, I cut my finger as well. Yeah. You guys so, remember when, uh, wait, Ryan, your cat did that to you live on air? Yeah, he he. My cat, I got sorry, my cat's attacking me. Yeah, yeah. do that sometimes. He's a, he's such a quirky personality. He was chilling out, and I guess he it was he was over overly sensitive or something. So he's like, Err, and he started like scratching at me. Cats cats teeth are so sharp. Well, no, uh, this is his, this is a, his claws. He, oh, he clawed me. Nice teeth. Yeah. Uh, I had one where uh, Ava's, our cat, her tooth went into my hand and it made like this sound coming mm-hmm. out. And it wasn't like, it wasn't that bad. It didn't be that bad, but I'll never forget that noise of like, it was deep <laughs> enough in my skin where it made, made that 
coming out. And I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was when we were, I was trying to feed her a pill by myself. No, that's the worst. Trying to feed I mean, she's pills. old. Oh. She's old and has to take pills. And I, I don't have like a really smooth hand with it. But I can get them in there. But then like if you catch your hand on that, because it's, it's like with her, it's like she doesn't rake her mouth across you, but she's ready for you to move your hand and just just annihilate your skin. Oh, so sweetest girl ever. Wouldn't wouldn't trade her for anything. Like seriously, anything. You give me Jamar Chase or Ava, I'll take Ava all day. <laughs> uh, hey, now Jake really wants to get a cat. After these stories, but, uh, they're, they're they're like personalities, and it's just like I was never a cat person until I had a cat, and it really opened my world to being a cat person. I'm a big, huge dog person, and like most dog, like basically all dogs really love me because I'm so good at it. But uh, becoming a cat person was just very different. And a new experience, and it was totally worth it. They're great. Yeah. You guys I, I remember did. when Joe Burrow said that uh, Ceh was the best player he's ever played with? Um, yeah, that's, why, uh, that's why I'm taking. Like, I know I'm overpaying for Ceh with Eliza Mitchell, but I'm willing to do it, Jake. Well, that's good because it's in your inbox. Yeah, I, I think he's a really solid football player, but you know maybe. You know, not an elite first round he talent. He played with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Hello. Hold on, I'm accepting trade. I'm accepting the trade offer. There you go. Hello. Did you make it? Did it happen? Yeah, just happened. All right. Nice. Love it. I was gonna add to it and Russell Wilson, but I assume that would have been a no go for you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why not transition to a younger? Younger team with your quarterback in a horrible Eli franchise. Ellen, Deshaun Jackson, Emmanuel Sanders, Rob Gronkowski-looking team. Thielen, Carlos Hyde. You guys, the listeners think I'm joking. They think I'm exaggerating right now, but I'm not. This is your big Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Andy Dalton. This is your team. Yeah, and we made the playoffs. Do something. And you just you just acquire Ceh for Mitchell. What are you doing, pal? I just did. Yeah, I just acquired a younger player on a better team. Is CEH younger? What am I doing? He's twenty five. No, that's his jersey number. <laughs> and you and you and you've got Daryl Williams. You got the you got the handcuff. You just need to get. He's twenty five. That's his. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry guys. I'm gonna go to bed. All right. <laughs> well, we should probably go to bed too. But I, I will. I'm I will also st- thinking live in the moment that maybe Deontay, Deontay Johnson is overvalued because Juju Smith is going to come back with a vengeance and Claypool is still kind of like alpha physical build. So We're, no, We've been waiting for the Juju revenge tour for two years now though. And you've already hated on Jerry Judy's production in one he year. Was so was Jerry Judy and you hate him for that. Yeah but Juju Smith-Schuster has already had like three elite years already. Like he's already had, he's three, had one. 24 seasons. I think he said three. Two at most. I, little, I saw this on um, uh, Twitter today. Jake, not, is, I mean, I could be wrong, which I often am, especially with these like little things. But this is not the time that you want to be doing this. This is the time. We're, we're in the, the app. If you're tired, here. lay down and go to sleep. What's Oh, my God. What's happening? It's a song. If you're tired, lay down. And it gets a lot dirtier after that. Yeah, I'm not really paying too much attention. I'm busy searching on Twitter and nothing. Oh, right. My search. I, 
if they're gentlemen, uh, what is Ryan? The name? fact that you're not stoked about the Bears head coaching hire, uh, how worried are you about Justin Fields? Well, you know, I, I think I'm, I mean, I'm not stoked, but I'm not like, oh, what a horrible hire. I mean, because it sounds like, you Justin know, he, he might be a leader of men, but but the, the who's going to be the offensive coordinator? Who does he bring in? That's what I really want to see. So I'll, I'll you know, I, I'll, I don't know. I'll have more to, to react to next week when we know what the full coaching staff is going to look like, you know? Yeah. Same with the Vikings. I really hope the Vikes are just holding out and we get Eric Bieniemy as the head coach. It's yeah, I, 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 it might be horrible, but the man deserves. A I want shot. that guy to get a. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He doesn't have a job. It's just it's ridiculous. I, I just that combo between Queasy and Bieniemy. That's Queasy Bieniemy would be a great name. <laughs> and if there's no G in the middle names, they could be the KGB. Which you know was corrupt but dominant. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I think. I think with the KGB coming, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop here. <laughs> we get a, right. a, accused of being associated. We don't, we don't want to get into um, you know the. I mean, the I work Russian for Ukraine company. affair. Right, I work for a Chinese company. We got a lot of opinions. There you go. <laughs> All right, have fun this week, kids. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you next week. See ya.